Welcome to Two Champs and a Chump Fantasy Football Podcast with your hosts, Larry Evans, Michael Downs, and Jim Ruddle. Welcome, everybody, to episode 14 of Two Champs and a Chump Fantasy Football Podcast. I am one of your hosts, Larry Evans, along with my co-host, Michael Doms, and Jim Ruddle, the chump, will not be able to join us today, but thank you for joining us. So week one is in the books. I hope you all came out with a W. I know that uh, at least one person didn't. Sorry for that whipping there, Slick. So how did you do this week, Mike? I started out really strong with Josh Allen on Thursday. He had a great game. I also had the Rams kicker, and he had that one long field goal, but that was pretty much about it. But then Sunday, I fell behind pretty big, 30-some points after the early games when uh, my opponent's quarterback and running backs did real well. But then in the late games, I came back with huge performances and also with the Sunday night game. As far as injuries, T. Higgins, who I made the trade for in the offseason, got a concussion early on, and Wandale Robinson hurt his knee. But both injuries seem to be minor, so I think they'll be okay going forward. That's good. That's good. Yeah, I started out, uh, you know, strong on Thursday night game. I had Diggs going, who was an off-season trade as well. And then um, those early games on Sunday, I was very, very worried because it didn't seem like Taylor was really doing anything. And then, you know, Burrow was just shitting the bed over there getting, you know, throwing all the interceptions and fumbles and sacks and everything. Now, granted, I didn't get any points taken away for sacks, but, you know, he did come through in the in the second half there. And, uh, you know, I, I ended up uh, beating my opponent uh, pretty handily. Yeah, I, as a matter of fact, when we were watching the games, I felt like shit for a while because you'd asked for advice on the quarterback, and I'm like, oh, you got to start Burrow. And by getting close to halftime, I'm like, God damn, I gave him the wrong advice. And <laughs> But then it turned. But you know what? That that Kyler game turned out exactly like I thought it would, and I, and I had told Jim this as well. I said, you know, he was like, well, he's the only guy there. He's he's going to have to do it on his own. And I said, he's going to get killed. I mean, he just doesn't have any weapons right now with all the injuries and suspensions and and everything. And you know, Hollywood did a lot better than I had thought. And Ertz, I didn't realize he was going to play and then ended up playing. So. Um, you know, we'll have to, we'll have to see, but, uh, yeah, no, I, <laughs> I went back and forth on that decision all week long. So, um, so what were, uh, some of your big surprises a week one? Well, while we were watching the games, Jim and I were talking about this, something really just seemed off in the early games, especially in the first half, the games were all really low scoring. It was a lot of like one touchdown games or just field goals. Uh, studs were not doing much. It was just fluky touchdowns. I think the fact that teams were holding guys out of preseason games this year is showing. And I guess we're going to have to just start getting used to week one and maybe week two being weird weeks. And Saquon, holy shit, is he back? And he can safely be counted on as an RB1 with true three down usage. Yeah, he 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 looked amazing. I mean, he was just knocking people over. He did he was refusing to get tackled, it seemed like. So no, nah, he was, the only thing they said with uh Saquon is it seemed like his speed is not totally back because on two both of those long runs he got caught from behind. But shoot, at his size, 
he doesn't need to be four, three, four, four anymore. Yeah. Yeah, no. And then, you know, the, the big thing that kind of stuck out to me, and I agree with you on those early games. I mean, it started out that first probably half hour, 45 minutes of those games. It was just a big shit burger, right? I mean, you know, it, 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 you could tell, I mean, it looked like a bunch of amateurs out there playing. And then finally they kind of got their sea legs under them and, and really, you know, started playing at that. Yeah, point. And on the opposite end of the spectrum, the afternoon games were like the teams had never let off like Kansas city. And, oh my God, that was even the chargers chargers looked pretty good yeah yeah i mean it, it, my biggest surprise that whole uh slate of games was oj howard i mean what the hell do they put in the water there in houston that guy looked like an all-star i mean he had the, the game of his career the guy can't catch a cold without a map and you know jesus christ i mean he, he was just catching everything yeah it, and he like you uh he has one of those every year, it seems like, and th- then he disappears after that. It's like milk carton. <laughs> yeah, and I, and I can totally see that this year. I don't think he'll ever repeat what he the just did. The thing is, he's in a good spot, though, because the only other one they have there is uh, uh, Brevin Jordan, and yeah, he was supposed to be the big surprise guy there this year, but I, I mean, having a veteran like O.J. Howard around, well, having some, no, Having a veteran like anyone but O.J. Howard, but I guess he'll do. Yeah, I mean, the, the problem with O.J., though, is, I mean, the guy is super, super talented, right? It's just that he literally drops every opportunity he has because the guy can't catch. And that's what was so amazing is he was making some amazing catches. I mean, they probably should have checked his hands for Stickham after those catches. Yeah, yeah no kidding. All right. Well, before we jump into our next segment, let's go ahead and check the charts. And, uh, man, Mike, would you look at that? We have the number one song in Kuala Lumpur. Oh, wow. And a jump. Yeah. <laughs> man, oh man! I think it's I think it's the number one song because they only have one radio. I see. Yeah, I I can't think remember remember offhand where Kuala Lumpur is, but I'm not going there now. <laughs> All right. So uh, yeah, some of the players we're going to go ahead and mention may or may not be available in your league based on the size of your leagues or roster sizes. I know in our league, some of these people are already gone. Um, others of them, you know, they're, they're still there. But, uh, you know, so some week two targets that we would have would be. Um, and, Mike, let's just kind of go through this list um, one by one. Right. So I'll go through okay. one. You go through the other one. Um, so the first one on the list here is James Robinson. Um, and, and James Robinson, I mean, they were talking about how he was going to be ready and, and I just was not buying it. And, and I was totally wrong. I mean, I just cannot believe that he got as much usage as he did in week one. So, I mean, if they keep that up and, and, and on the flip side of that, uh, you know, ETN looked like garbage. I mean, that guy, he would, he looked horrible. So I think James Robinson, if he's out there on your waiver wire and you need running backs, he's definitely a target. Absolutely. And the next one we have is uh, in the same boat. We're talking running backs, and that's Jalen Warren of the Pittsburgh Steelers. Najee Harris was dealing with the Liz Frank in training camp, 
they thought it was minor enough that he could continue to play, but then he went and got hurt again already in week one. And I think this could, they're saying it's minor, but I think this is something that's going to hamper him all year. And Jalen Warren has shown that he is the backup and I would absolutely run right out and get him especially if you have Najee. Yeah, they were saying that they didn't know if it was because they they didn't say what foot which foot the uh Liz Frank was on um but they were saying that you know he immediately grabbed the foot but I mean, you know, for a running back to have, you know, one really bad wheel or even two bad wheels, yeah. Forget it. Go ahead and grab that backup. So uh, the next one on the list is a chump favorite. Um, he's been, you know, uh, he, he's been all over this guy all offseason, and that's Dontrell Hilliard. And he he looked amazing yesterday as well. I mean, that guy was catching balls left and right, you know, so he, he really did, and he looked explosive when he got the ball in his hands too. Yeah, he did. Yeah, he's an excellent, excellent counterpunch to Derrick Henry there. All right. Oh, as I said, the next one we have is actually a wide receiver this time, and he's a rookie wide receiver, and it's Jahan Dotson of the Washington Commanders. I actually really liked him coming into the season, and had I not had the roster I had, I would like to have grabbed him. But, oh, my gosh, two touchdowns in week one, and with McLaurin taking the other uh, defensive top cornerback away, Dotson just has all kinds of room to roam, and he's showing to make the best of it. He ran a really good route tree at Penn State, so he knows how to run routes, and he's a good guy to have, especially in a PPR. Yeah, he really looked good. I, I you know, I had a, I had a few fears there. Um, one of them was the fact that I had drafted the other Jagweed Dotson that Washington had a few years ago, <laughs> yeah. and got burned by him. So I did not want anything to do with any Dotson at all. Um, but then, you know, Carson Wentz, but, uh, you know, he, he overcame, uh, you know, Carson Wentz deficiencies. So, um, definitely he's a target. So then the, the next person on our list, we're going back to running back here, uh, not in any particular order here, but would be Jeffrey Wilson Jr. from the San Francisco 49ers. And then even if you're in, in a little bit of a deeper uh, league or dynasty league, maybe target uh, Jordan Mason. He's a rookie um, there. Not not the prominent rookie, um, but probably the bigger a uh, bigger uh, rookie. He was a guy that they wanted to try and get on their practice squad if they could, but they knew that if they cut him um, or waived him, that another team would pick him up. So they had to keep him on the roster. And um, But uh, Mitchell got hurt in week one. They're not sure of the severity of it. Uh, they're thinking that uh, maybe an MCL sprain, but again, they don't know the severity of the sprain uh, at this time. So he could be out. A couple weeks, he could be out, you know, quite a few weeks. So, oh, Larry, uh, uh, right before we signed on tonight, I got a notification from Twitter. He's going to be out eight weeks. No way, really? Yep. Grade, grade two, between grade two and grade three MCL. Wow. All right. Well, yeah, Jeffrey Wilson, or uh, I would say grab any of those running backs there, right? Because they're probably all going to be used. Yeah. So, all right. What's the next guy? Okay, this one, not sure I agree so much with this one, but I mean, if you're desperate at wide receiver, grab this guy. I think this is a week one overreaction, but it's Robbie Anderson. He still has Baker Mayfield throwing the ball, and DJ Moore is still the number one on that team. 
Yeah, Robbie Anderson did have a nice long touchdown uh, yesterday, and it, he did look good. But, eh, I, yeah, I would say if you in a deep league, go ahead and grab him. Yeah, and I, and I agree with you, Mike. I mean, uh, you know, he's on here because he's uh, a guy that's out there that's available that's probably a, a decent number two on a team. Um, but, yeah, I mean, he he's, he's one of those guys that – if you need a wide receiver, you know, go out and get them. But there's some others on this list that I think are, are much, much better. Yeah. So the next guy is Taysom Hill. And, and this is only if he's eligible as a tight end in your league, right? So if he's only, if he's listed as a quarterback, you don't want to grab this guy. He's just, he's garbage at a quarterback position. But if he's listed as a tight end, and he can get in there uh, behind center and make the runs that he made yesterday. This is definitely a guy that, you know, it, it, he's a sneaky, sneaky play at tight end. All right, Mike, who else do you have? Yeah, I agree with you on Taysom. Absolutely. Uh, this one, I don't know if he's on everyone's waiver wires, but if he is, grab him right away. And that's Jamal Williams of Detroit. Now, don't get me wrong. DeAndre Swift is the man there and he is a stud and he had a great game yesterday, mm -hmm. but when they get within the 20 yard line, first thing they do is trot Jamal Williams in there and let him get those short red zone touchdowns. He catches passes. He does everything that needs to be done in from the 20 yard line in. He's going to give you that shot at a touchdown. Not maybe not every week, but every other week. And Hey, that's nice. Yeah. Yeah. So the next guy on the list is Devin Duvernay with Baltimore. Um, and, and he kind of, he showed up yesterday. He yeah. really showed up. Uh, a lot of guys showed up, um, but uh, he definitely is, is getting more targets than uh, most people thought that he would. So. Yeah. I really like uh, Duvernay. Yeah. All right. The next one I want to talk about is uh, Isaiah Pacheco of Kansas city. Oh, this guy, he was the preseason darling on the team, and he showed it out in week one, too. Now, granted, I don't know how many of his carries he got because it was a blowout game, but he looked good with what he got, and he scored a touchdown. He, I don't think he fumbled the ball, which is good, and he just gives a shot in the arm to that running game. Yeah, I mean, I guess the thing of it is, is blowout or not, right? As long as Mahomes was in there and he was able to pick up blocks and he was able to run the ball well and, you know, not fumble the job away and everything. I mean, I think he's just going to get more and more and more. Absolutely. Definitely a guy to watch out for. Uh, the next one on the list, staying with Kansas City. And again, he may not be out there in your leagues, but you know, depending on the size of your league, is Juju Smith-Schuster. He was getting a lot of targets from Mahomes as well. So uh, definitely it looks like he is going to be a volume guy. Uh, so if you're in a PPR league especially, grab him. But I'm, I'm guessing he's gone in a PPR league. But, uh, you know, if not, you know, just, just grab him up. Yeah. All right, and uh, I seem to have the Isaiahs that are on this list. So <laughs> my guy, my next one's going to be Isaiah McKenzie of the Buffalo Bills. He is the number three on that team, and the number three on that Bills team is always is always an option and always seems to do well. He showed out pretty well Thursday night and had a touchdown. He was getting the looks that I thought uh, Dawson Knox was going to get. So if this guy's out there, grab him. I wouldn't say start him every week. 
But if you're playing against a team that has a very poor, or if the Bills are playing a team that has a very poor uh, um, slot cornerback, put him in your lineup. Yeah, or if, or if you think that game script is going to be um, to where they're going to have to pass a lot, you know, possibly be playing from behind or, you know, possibly a shootout, that, that's definitely a guy you would want to have in there as well, um, you know, because they're not going to go with two tight end sets usually in a situation like that. They're, they're going to be, you know, trying to pass the ball. And that kind of brings us right into the next guy, um, and that's Zach Moss. And, and it, you know... I don't know. It, Zach Moss is it's he's hit or miss, right? But if you're in need of a running back, it, he's a he's a warm body to to yes. put in there, and he's somebody who's going to get some carries right now. So there is a little bit of concern because on Thursday night he did fumble, but he did get a lot of carries as well. And for whatever reason, it just seems like that team has something against Singletary. Um, you know, he definitely was the better runner the other night. But they had all three running backs involved. Yeah, the good thing for Moss is that uh, you know James Cook also fumbled and pretty much saw the bench after that. So Moss Moss will get his time. Yeah, yeah, and he, and he looks better than he did last year. That's for sure. That's for sure. Okay, so Mike, who's next? All right, this is a guy Larry and I have both pimped up this whole off season, and we love this guy. And he may not be out there, but if he is. Don't walk, run to your wire and grab Josh Palmer of the Chargers wide receiver. Keenan Allen strained his hammy in yesterday's game and could be questionable at best this week. So if he's out, it's Mike Williams getting uh, the lead coverage and Josh Palmer should have all kinds of stuff coming his way and should be primed for a big week. Yeah, and uh, I agree 100%. I mean, I, this is this is a guy that is... Uh... I, I targeted him in the draft. I targeted him in best ball drafts. Uh, just love the guy, and uh, I agree 100% with that. And then sticking with that same team, we have DeAndre Carter, who is also, I believe, a wide receiver for the Chargers as well. And uh, I personally, I'd never heard of the guy before, but he was showing up um, yesterday. And given the injury to Keenan Allen, you know, um, if they have to go to uh, three wide receiver sets, which I think that they're definitely going to have to in this game against Kansas City, um, you know, he's he's a guy that you want to have in there as well. Yeah, I agree. Also with the fact that I didn't even know who he was until I saw it after the game. Yeah, no, I had no idea. Yeah. All right, the next guy we have is DJ Chark of Detroit. He He's someone I liked in the offseason too, uh, but – you have Sun God up there drawing the tough coverage, and Sun God had a good game too. But Chark quietly had a nice game, and if I'm not mistaken, he had a touchdown too. He did. He did. Yes. So yeah, and he's someone that's going to make chunk plays here and there. He's going to score an occasional touchdown, and at the end of the day, he's a body that's healthy right now. If you need someone at wide receiver, you can look his way. Yeah. So uh, this is this next one is a chump pick. So the 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 chump go, definitely went ahead and put him on this list, and um, I have to say that it is it's a good pick though too. Yeah. So if you're in need of a quarterback, uh, Marcus Mariota, if he's out there, you know, go ahead and grab him. Um, accuracy is a big concern, but you know he's making the best of his opportunities. He is running just as much as he used to, and he's being successful at it. And um, 
you know, like I said, he's making the the most of his opportunities as far as the passes are concerned too. So uh, definitely a guy that you might want to look at. Um, probably more matchup oriented than anybody else, but uh, if you need a quarterback, he's out there. Absolutely. And uh, speaking of that being a chump pick, uh, I got a text while we're recording this. We're recording during the Denver-Seattle game, and uh, we have a chump jizz alert going on right now. Jerry Judy caught a 67-yard touchdown pass. Yeah, it was it was a beautiful it was a beautiful catch. It it, it was a very very tight coverage, and uh, I didn't think that he was going to come away with that ball. Yeah. All right, and then uh, the last one we have on our list here, uh, I think this one was also a chump pick, but I I can see this one. It's pick up Christian Watson if he got dropped after if he, if he gets dropped after the big drop he had yesterday, he'll get plenty of more chances, especially considering no one stood out at all in Green Bay yesterday. Sammy Watkins, I believe, dropped at least one pass. Christian Watson, of course, dropped a pass. Dobbs looked all right, but. It, I think it could be the Dobbs and Watson show after this week until Lazard gets back. And even even then, Lazard's n- not this great shakes that's done all kinds of stuff either. So Yeah, I, I was really surprised that Watson was even out there. Um, yeah, me you know, too. It, I, I figured that with the time that he missed in the offseason that they would have at least, you know, had him on the bench for a couple of weeks. But they had him out there, and he was wide open on that pass that yeah, he dropped. Yeah, he was. Yeah, he torched. What was it Patrick Peterson? I think that was on him. I didn't see who was covering him. And it was yeah, he torched. I just did a simple little cut move, and then it was gone. So before we wrap up, um, I, we're going to give you some start sit options for Thursday night's game. But before we do that, I wanted to touch on something that I, I Mike reminded me of this. I wanted to, to touch on it at the beginning of the podcast, and I had forgotten to. And that is that this is week one. Okay, there are a ton of overreactions out there, whether you won, whether you lost, you know, championships aren't won after one game and championships aren't lost after one game as well. So, you know, just chalk this up as one week and a long season. Okay, whether you, you know, blew the doors off of somebody or whether you got the doors blown off of you. Okay, It, it doesn't. It doesn't matter. It's only one game, okay? What happens over the next few weeks is really what kind of matters, all right? Are, are you going to be able to, if you, if you lost, are you going to be able to string a couple of wins together, okay? Um, if you won, are you going to be able to keep up that momentum, you know? Um, it, it's just, again, it's only one week and a long season, so do not overreact to it. I mean, you know, don't, don't go out there dropping half your team because they – underperform this week you know if those are uh you know valuable guys they're gonna come around i agree 100 percent. unless you're in our league and you're sick of your stud after one week give me or larry a call we'll give you a hand there <laughs> there you go that's that, that, that whole sharing is caring thing right <laughs> yeah and, and then you can care and share in a trade with us <laughs> All right, so let's go ahead and and give you guys a a few start sits for Thursday's game. So this Thursday's game is the Chargers against the Kansas City Chiefs. So it, yeah, it is just studs galore, right? So right off the bat, I would say start 
everyone. <laughs> Start yeah. everyone. I mean, this game is filled with studs. I mean, you know, uh, the, there's only a couple people you may want to sit, and one of them might be the guy throwing Cracker Jacks in the stadium. So, <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, I agree. I I say sit no one except Keenan Allen because of that hamstring issue. But yeah, oh my God, I I would even consider the starting the Cracker Jack guy. <laughs> yeah so yeah i mean like what what mike said with keenan allen you know kind of monitor that situation i had heard he's probably going to be out at least a couple of weeks with that hammy but um you know if they trot him out there there's no guarantee that he's going to play that entire game either so i would i would tend to stay away from him no matter what oh absolutely and uh i would say my only sits are the defenses for both teams because this is going to be a shootout. And But like Larry mentioned to me as we were getting ready to go live here, if you need to start a defense in this game, I would start the Chargers because they do bring pressure and they at least have some semblance of a coverage team. So if you have to start a defense, they'd be the one. But man, Mahomes, is the way he looked yesterday, I wouldn't even start the Chargers. I'd say just look elsewhere. Yeah. Yeah. So in the show notes uh, leading up to this, uh, you know, Jim had put on down here to be cautious with CEH. He thinks that coming off those two TDs that his usage was down and, and hopefully because it was a blowout that um, he thinks that, you know, this game should be competitive and, and he doesn't think that, you know, CEH would be able to sustain that volume. What I would say is, if this game is the shootout that we think that it is, I think CEH is more involved in the passing game than in the running game. Um, you know, I mean, I think that that's true for both teams, right? I mean, their running backs are really geared for catching the ball on, you know, with Eckler on the, the side of um, the Chargers and then CEH on uh, the side of Kansas City. But, you know, they're going to have to run the ball. Both teams are going to have to run the ball a little bit, at least to try and keep, you know, balanced offenses. Oh, I agree. I I would start CEH and I'd be comfortable doing it in this game. It, if, if he's getting goal line catches, runs, whatever, keep, ride it while you can until he either gets hurt or disappoints. Yeah, no, I'm with you. I'm with you there. All right. So uh, before we wrap it up, Mike, do you have anything else? No, it was uh, like Larry was saying, don't overreact. I, I, I was guilty of that yesterday after Thursday's game. I was like, Oh yeah, Josh Allen, I'm the shit boy. I'm started out good after the early games yesterday. I'm like, Jesus Christ, what happened to my damn team? But then by the end of the late games yesterday, I was back where I figured I'd be all scoring all kinds of points. So, but just once again, just enjoy the games. Enjoy, just have fun. Even if you're losing, just have fun with it and just enjoy it. Yeah. So before we, before we kind of log off here, what I want, I wanted to do is just kind of go over our, uh, kind of our league, right? So, you know, I played against Slick and right now I'm beating them 142.90 to 87.05. And he's got, uh, oh, he's got one guy playing right now. Uh, he's got Penny playing. Um, so, you know, unless Penny just absolutely goes off, there's no way that he can catch me. Um, and then Strange Brew, 
he went ahead and played against Pinnacle Prisoners, and he has won that game 144.25 to 56. So he has, you know, by far, by far the highest scoring team right now. And then, um, and I think I was the second highest scoring team. And then we've got uh, League Doormat played against DWO, which is Mike's team. And Mike, you beat him 138.65 to 121.25. And you actually have somebody playing right now, don't you? you oh, you have the Broncos Denver's defense. defense. Yeah. So uh, you potentially could get up there and still take the high score for the week. And then we have uh, Disposable Heroes, which is uh, the chump, Jim's team, uh, playing against Rooks. And he, uh, the chump is up 139.10 to 83.20. And looking at it, it looks like they both have one guy playing right now. And Jim has Brandon McManus playing. And Justin has Portland Sutton playing. Okay. And then the uh, last uh, one in our league, there is uh, Sofa King is uh, beating Bad Card right now, 81.45 to 73.70. Sofa King is done, and Bad Card has... Russell Wilson. Russell Wilson playing. So he has a very good shot of uh, coming back and winning this game. All right. Well, that is uh, that's all I had. Oh, I got one last thing. It's since this is our waiver wire episode, this guy might be on your waivers. I'm looking at the stat line right now for Geno Smith of the Seahawks at the half. 17 of 18 for 164 yards, two touchdowns, and no interceptions. Hey, and that's against a pretty good Denver defense. If you need a quarterback, if you if Dak got hurt, run out and get this guy, I would say. Oh, yeah. Yeah, definitely. That's a, that's a, that's a really good pickup there. All right. Well, that is going to do it for today. Uh, thank you for joining us. If you enjoyed the show, please follow us and leave a review wherever you listen to podcasts. Also, to help us grow, please share the podcast with your friends. You know, like we said earlier, sharing is caring unless you're trading. Um, please don't forget to uh, follow us on our socials. I can be found on Twitter at fantasy underscore Larry. Mike, uh, you can be found on Twitter at domination. That's D A H M I N. A-T-I-O-N. And then Jim can be found on Jim Ruddle at hotmail.com. Or, you know, if you go to the local arcade, you might be able to see him there as well. And so, hey, uh, uh, I just want to add one thing before we close it out. Since you've mentioned our socials, uh, we don't have any interaction so far with, with uh, you guys listening to our podcast. But if you hit us on our socials, leave some start sick questions. Uh, I will be more than happy to answer them. Just uh, hit us on Twitter with those and we'll be more than happy to answer them. Yeah. And not just start sit questions, but any questions, right? You know, just yeah. go ahead and hit us up and uh, you know, we'll get back to you. So uh, join us later this week when we go over the week two start sit options for the, you know, weekend games. So from all of us, thank you for listening and have a great rest of your day. See you next time.